Welcome, Hudson Valley, to this week's edition of In Touch, the public affairs and issues program that runs across Town Square Media, the Hudson Valley radio stations. This week, we have two special guests here to talk about the Haunted History Trail of New York. Our guests today are Kelly Rapone, founder of the Haunted History Trail and tourism marketing director of Genesee County Chamber of Commerce, and Lisa Berger, director of the Ulster County Department of Tourism and Office for Film. Together, we will all discuss the creation of the trail, locations and events, the impact COVID had on the businesses included on the trail, and the importance of promoting the history of the Hudson Valley. We invite you to join us and listen to a previously recorded conversation between Kelly Rapone, Lisa Berger, and myself here on In Touch. Hello, Hudson Valley. You are listening to In Touch, Town Square Media, the Hudson Valley's public affairs and issues program. And we have a spooky episode for you guys today. We have a very exciting one at that, that's for sure. Talking about the haunted history trail that's here in New York. New York is filled with so much rich history. And with that history, we also have a lot of spirits and a lot of haunting that haven't quite moved on. So with us today, we have two guests, very special guests. We have Kelly Rapone, founder of Haunted History Trail and tourism marketing director of Genesee County Chamber of Commerce, along with Lisa Berger, director of Ulster County Department of Tourism and Office for Film. How are you guys today? Great. It's so good to talk to you. Very good to be able yeah, to thanks, talk with you guys. Thanks for having us, Connor. Yeah, Absolutely. thank you. Absolutely. Really excited about this. Halloween season is one of my favorite seasons in the year. I love getting dressed up. I love checking out some of the tours around the area, um, uh, cemetery tours or uh, mansions or inns. And funny enough, a couple of places that I've gone to are actually on the history trail. And I didn't know it up until this year. And I'm really excited to learn more about everything that you guys have, what's being offered and how we can get this out to everybody as uh, we finish out spooky season, because I'm sure a lot of people are looking for uh, those uh, last things to do. So uh, Kelly, let's start off with you. You are the founder of Haunted History Trail. You got things started, I believe back in 2013, if I'm correct. It's the largest niche tourism collab in the state, and you have so many locations all around. How did this get started? What was your inspiration of doing this in the first place? Well, yeah, thank you. Yeah, so 2013, so we're looking at our 10-year anniversary going into next year, so that's very exciting. Um, The Haunted History Trail concept came to me over the summer of 2013, um, and I had been trying for a handful of years to figure out how to support um, a local business which operated year-round as a paranormal uh, hotspot, if you will. Mm. So our primary tourism attraction here in Genesee County is the Six Flags. So we're a very you know, family-friendly theme park uh, destination. But we also have just a lot of very unique kind of one-off types of attractions. So we've been you know, pretty specific about being niche in our, our marketing in general um, so that we can speak, you know, to those various uh, attractions and those people that are most interested in, you know, visiting that type of place. So we we are home to Rolling Hills Asylum 
it was originally the county poor home um, and over its 200-year history had served as um, the poor home, a tuberculosis ward, uh, an orphanage, a nursing home, and then lastly, an old country Rolling Hills Mall. Wow. And the owner at the time um, was wonderful, and I was just trying to really figure out how to help market her property. And it had occurred to me that, you know, uh, some of my colleagues across the state very well may have one or two of these types of things as well. And so I simply just reached out and um, I said, you know, I have an idea. Do any of you guys have anything along these lines? And if so, I have an idea and I'll put it together. Well, I had 12 counties come back with something, uh, Mm -hmm. Ulster County being, you know, one of our founding partners. So thank you. Um, And that's how it started. So I, you know, we pulled a little bit of money together, um, put together a very basic, uh, but interesting website by September and we were going up against what would be traditionally, you know, the spooky season of October. Um, so, you know, we had basically just a rack card, a website, and um, had pulled our stories together of our handful of locations. I think there might have been, I don't know, 15 or 20 locations at the time. Mm-hmm. And it just simply grew from there. Um, after, you know, we launched it, um, I continued to reach out to additional tourism agencies across the state. And by the next spring, there were 20 partners and it, you know, it just continues to grow. And I think we're at 33 counties participating now. So um, it's been a lot of fun and, you know, we are all in this, you know, fun industry of tourism and collaboration is where it's at for us. So it's a very natural thing. No, that's spectacular that you were able to get that all started, especially with so many. I don't know what your website was like in the very beginning, but I have to say now it is very intuitive. I was, you know, in awe going through all the different locations that you guys had. I haven't read them all, but I've read uh, a decent amount for the Hudson Valley, at least. And it's very rich with history. It's a good tease for anybody who wants to get out there and actually go out. It was like, okay, sparks your interest enough and, you know, gets people out the door and going and all that. So to me, at least, it seems like a lot of great development on your part and everything. And now, Kelly, before uh, we move over to Lisa with uh, Ulster County and their uh, participation in this, what is your relationship with the paranormal prior to getting involved (laughs) with this? Did you have much of a belief in this? Uh, what, what was that like? What was kind of like that inspiration myself? I loved watching taps on, um, sci-fi, uh, ghost hunters and my friends and I, we would do ghost hunts in abandoned buildings around the area. So that's my inspiration. Uh, what's yours? That's funny. I am totally a paranormal armchair enthusiast. Love it. Um, the kinds of Shows that I like to watch, though, are the personal uh, recounting of uh, things that have happened specifically to individuals, not necessarily the, you know, ghost hunter shows, but um, Paranormal Witness, uh, any of those stories that are really like, you know, reliving the drama. I love that stuff. Um, With that being said, I'm not as eager to actually go into haunted places. 
but I, I, I do really enjoy the whole, the whole thing. Understandable. So that's, that's really, you know, plus, you know, having that kind of a gem of an attraction, you know, um, really gave me a, a good bit of excitement to, you know, be able to shine a light even, you know, brighter on one of my county tourism assets. Absolutely. And it's cool that this kind of got you outside of that uh, comfort zone then of just watching it on TV. And now here you are, you know, help curating a bunch of these places in person, which is fantastic. Um, Lisa now. Lisa, again, thank you very much for coming on. Lisa is director of Ulster County Department of Tourism and Office for Film. I think the best way to kind of lead into you, what was your... um, uh, interest in the paranormal? What, what what got you into it, if any at all? Well, honestly, Connor, I am more ghost busters than ghost hunter, <laughs> to tell you the truth. <laughs> right. um, I, am, I am one of those scaredy cats extraordinaire, but am fascinated by all of it. And I do think that because we have two uh, places in particular in Ulster County that are tremendously spooky. We saw the opportunity right away the minute that Kelly put this out, right? So if you really want the hugest fright of your life, you would probably go to Headless Horseman Hayrides and Haunted Attractions, um, mm. which is so heart-pounding um, that I've gone twice and have said I can't go back. Um, but I love it over there. Then, so much fun. Do you? Yes. Yeah, it is. They do a tremendous, tremendous job. And um, they've, you know, included escape rooms now. And there's a whole, and then they also do something that I think is so sweet called the Tiny Taste of Terror, which isn't scary at all. And it's for the little ones, and it's yep. two weekends a year during the day. And, you know, they get to dress up and kind of um, see the magic behind the scare, and it it's really adorable. But what I was going to say, the real – one of our real drivers for joining this Haunted History Trail is the Haunted Shanley Hotel, which is mm, in Napanock. Famous. Now, yes. yes, yes. Have you been, Connor? I have not been. It's on my bucket list, but I absolutely do want to get over there. I have seen so much about it. I have read so much about it. Um, It is quite the spooktacular place, that's for sure. Uh, Could you tell us a little bit about it for our listeners? Yeah, sure. So it's a it's a hotel that dates all the way back to 1845, and it's been owned by a few different people, but there are at least seven and maybe more spirits that have been identified by, you know, people who are genuinely bonafide in the paranormal and having really experiences where um, the spirits have come to them and seen them. And the spirits range from there are some children who happen to die in unexpectedly or by illness there. And then, you know, there's kind of, you know, the bootlegger and the um, person who, who ran a bordello and that kind of spirit. And of course, there is the woman of the house, um, who is Beatrice, who had been the mother of three of the children who died from illness at a very young age. And these are just some of the spirits who are known to actually show themselves if you stay there for a night. And certainly people love to stay there. 
Oh, absolutely. So what's some of the things that uh, the hotel offers for people to stay? Obviously, you can spend a, spend a night there. It's mm-hmm. run spend just like room. any other hotel, correct? Exactly, exactly. And you can do private, there can be private investigations there. Um, sometimes they do special events there. Or if you just, if you just want a frightful night, you know, you can pick one of their rooms. So a couple of their rooms are for two guests only. And then they have one room that is called the gentleman's quarter, which is where a bordello used to operate there. And that can sleep up up to 10 guests. So I'm thinking that if you're going to rent that room, you bring a Ouija board and maybe you bring your own, your own seance person and have a good time. (laughs) Oh my God. I stay away from Ouija boards. That's not for me. I'll go ghost hunting all I want, but like actually bringing out a board like that. No, 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 no. Um, no, I remember, um, uh, I think my first experience, um, being, you know, seen to the hotel was probably Ghost Hunters Taps uh, years ago, watching one of their first um, paranormal investigations of it. And I do remember the gentlemen's quarters and I remember they were finding some freaky stuff in there. And uh, no, absolutely incredible what you guys have here. You're listening to In Touch, Town Square Media, the Hudson Valley's Public Affairs and Issues Program. We are talking about the Haunted History Trail of New York. We have Kelly Rapone, founder of the Haunted History Trail, and we have Lisa Berger, director of Ulster County Department of Tourism and Office for Film. Now, so many great things for people to enjoy, especially for, you know, the haunted season. Here we are, Halloween being a couple weeks away. Um one thing that has been hitting everybody hard, and we were talking about this before we started recording, was how the pandemic fit into all of this. This got started in 2013, so it's about to hit its 10 years, but about two of those years have been heavily impacted by the pandemic. So I want to give this question to both of you, and I think I'll give it to Kelly first and then Lisa. What, what did things look like when the pandemic hit? And how have you guys pivoted to work around that and how things are looking now? Well, I'll take that. So, you you know, when the pandemic hit um, and everything closed down, you know, early March of 2020, the locations that are on our trail are everyday regular businesses, their restaurants, their hotels, wineries, museums, theaters, um, lodging. So in all the ways that those locations were affected traditionally by COVID, just like any other business, that pretty much, you know, was the same for any kind of haunted programming. So as I said, you know, these businesses are all everyday businesses and you could very well go to any one location and any given day and not know the haunted backstory unless you're getting that information through us Um, because unlike the Shanley hotel, which we just spoke about that property operates year round as a hundred percent paranormal hotel. People are going to go there because it's haunted, but you very well could walk into, you know, the grapevine farms, you know, and just think it's a boutique and cafe. So, you know, in essence, they were just the, the, Locations on our trail were impacted just as every other business was, right? Many of them, the museums and whatnot, all of the tours stopped. Um, 
you know, the restaurants, it was takeout only, you know, all of those things. So they're really 2020 was a year that didn't happen for Haunted, right? And we were very, very sensitive as we started to come out of that and into 2021 as well. So, you know, it's 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 been very hard on many different segments of the tourism industry and, and types of businesses. And, you know, this programming that they attach themselves to with us is it's extra. It's you know, it's not their everyday focus. So as they've, you know, come back on online and, you know, had more stability and staffing we saw that they were able to come back into programming. And this year, especially, you know, our fall event season is just, you know, extraordinary. So it's good to see it being so healthy and vibrant. Absolutely. I think there's just this pent up demand to try to get back out there and everything, and especially people being safer and things getting out there. It's great to see that, you know, there is a revival in all of it. And I'm glad that you mentioned that. I'm glad that you brought up that the fact that these are everyday businesses and these are just, as I said, I've been to a good number of them, not knowing that this is part of the trail or not knowing some of their uh, haunted backgrounds. Some of them I did, some of them I didn't. And I think that's just really cool to get that awareness. So thank you for bringing that point up. Definitely appreciate it. Now, Lisa, looking at it from an Ulster County perspective, how did things look uh, for your locations? Sure. You know, I think to the point that Kelly kind of made there, two of our biggest attractions really kind of specialize in this, right? Headless Horseman Hayrides and the Haunted Shanley Hotel, both of which were completely shut down during this pandemic because of, of you know, because of not being able to accommodate people. And it was very, very, very difficult for them. And the same goes for a couple of our other attractions, which were in which are in historic sites. Haunted mm-hmm. Huguenot Street is a terrific example. They I they love that do place. Yep. Uh, yeah yes. Have you done their um ha- their haunted? Hu- oh, you have. I have so, two years ago. Yes. Well, and so then you know that you know part of it's outside, right? And you're walking around, and sometimes you might be brought inside. But it was a time when Huguenot Street was very worried about having people there at all. And so these events didn't take place. Now, this year, of course, Haunted Huguenot Street is back, better than ever. And they have been selling out their theatrical spooky tours. But one of the things that I love best about that one is... um, I'm sure that they told you about the Deo house, right? Yes. The or and what about the old Fort restaurant? You know, that I'm old good. enough that I remember when the old Fort was a restaurant. <laughs> and <laughs> I have friends who worked as waitresses there and I am telling you right now Connor, they swear that they would see the spirit sometimes like move through the dining room and the cook that worked there, the chef that worked there was convinced that there was a spirit there. Mm. Oh, I'm sure. It's his, hysterical. So now we're able to have Haunted Huguenot Street back. Um, the Solaris. Um, have you been on the Solaris Lantern Tours done by uh, by um, Hudson River Maritime Museum? I don't believe I have it had. I don't believe I've had a chance to do that one yet. No. Oh, well, so the Maritime Museum owns a 100% solar-powered boat. 
And they will take people out on these lantern cruises. And basically, it's an it's an after dark exploration of the river. And they really tell you some of the legends and lore of things that took place along the Hudson River, especially in our particular area. So that is terrific. Now, again, during the pandemic, none of this could take place, even though a lot of this is outside. People were so worried. So we're just thrilled to have it back. And I do just want to say one thing about the brilliance of Kelly's idea to do this. No matter the time of year, if you put out anything about the Haunted History Tour, it is snatched up in an instant. (laughs) There is an unlimited desire from the public to experience things like this. And so we're so grateful to be a partner with the 30 other counties and with Kelly and Genesee County so that um, because it's been tremendous for us and the public just loves it. Terrific. I know I'm a fan, so you got me hooked. I'm in love with it. You're listening to In Touch, the public affairs and issues program with Town Square Media, the Hudson Valley. We are talking about the Haunted History Trail here in New York. There's so many fantastic things for you to be able to experience with friends, family, just yourself, whatever. I've had, I've been very lucky to have gone on a number of these uh, um tours or been to a couple of these places. There are a few more on my bucket list and it's such an exciting thing. So as we wrap things up, guys, one last question that I really wanted to bring up is the history. New York has so much great history and this is a fun way for people to experience that history in a kind of, you know, niche paranormal way. What is What's that importance of sharing that history like for both of you guys? Um, Lisa, you've been kind of secondary to some of the questions. How about you start us off? Well, I just think it's a terrific way for someone who may not think that much about history in general to really experience it, right? At the Old Dutch Church here in Kingston, the first vice president of the United States is buried. Now, how many people know that or care about that? But you go on um, on one of their haunted walking tours, or you see the theatrical um, haunting things that they do in the cemetery, and all of a sudden, everything's coming alive, right? They're mm-hmm. talking about historic figures, people who actually lived here, and you're experiencing history as you're there. And that's the beauty of the Haunted History Trail is how it's able to marry um, a time of year that people are really, really, really into along with, um, you know, connections to a particular place that really only took place there. So I think it was a brilliant idea and um, I only see more room for it to grow. Incredible answer. Thank you so much. Kelly? Uh, well, I have I have a lot of thoughts about this um, because of the diversity of the locations that are on the trail. Um, there's a significant number of historic sites, museums, historical societies, and I think that what they are seeing in recognizing uh, ghost tourism, if you will, is that people will come for the ghost but stay for the history mm. in a way that's fun for them to digest. You know, um, many of the locations will provide 
a guided tour of the paranormal activity within the space that either they as staff or their visitors have experienced. And they will try to try to tie that back to what is the history of the the building, the grounds, and the people who were there. So um, I think that that's you know a really important thing for that sector. And then for other parts of the trail, like the inns or the restaurants, I think it just adds a layer of creepy factor um, for some of those softer experiences where you know guests have you know seen. Um, wine bottles throw, thrown across the floor, uh, the, the room, uh, just to kind of understand, you know, the why that may be happening. So I don't know. It's, it's really just fulfilling to me to share those stories too. I love that. Absolutely. It's a great way to get everybody in. As you said, they come for the ghosts, they stay for the history. Absolutely mm-hmm. incredible. And I'm super excited for the rest of your season guys i'm hoping to at least get out for one or two more things uh before uh uh, before the season's over and even if the season is uh by the time november i can still go to plenty of other places too and that's another thing i want people to know is like these are places most of them that are open year-round that you can check out and if you got that uh that desire to have that little uh, spookiness in your life, you can go at any time. It's not just a uh, Halloween, October thing. Like I'm somebody who gets busy during October. And if I can't get out there to November, I think that's great that I can get to see these things because I have this beautiful curated list that you guys have put together and it's terrific. And I hope we can get some more people out with this episode. Kelly, Lisa, thank you so much for your time. What's the best way for people to check out Haunted History Trails? Definitely go to hauntedhistorytrail.com. You can sort our website by regions of the state you'd like to visit or the types of experiences you'd like to have, whether it be a ghost hunt, an overnight. And we are also most active on our Facebook page and just added a TikTok channel. So you can find us online. You can request a brochure. We'll get it in the mail to you. Fantastic. Kelly, Lisa, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you. This was great. Yeah, thanks for having us. This has been this week's edition of In Touch, the public affairs and issues program that runs across Town Square Media, the Hudson Valley radio stations. We want to give a big thank you to Kelly Rapone and Lisa Berger for speaking with us about the Haunted History Trail. For more information about the trail and places to visit for spooky season, go to the In Touch tab on the website of the station you're listening on and click on this week's episode. All the links will be provided there. In Touch is growing, and I'm so excited to share this news with you. On every Town Square Media, the Hudson Valley radio station homepage, so WPDH, WRRV, The Wolf, Light FM, and The Wan, there is a tab specifically for In Touch for you to find episodes and articles. Not just that, but we also have a brand new YouTube channel along with Facebook and Instagram pages. You can find us on YouTube under In Touch, a Town Square Media, the Hudson Valley production, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at InTouch underscore HV. Whether you have a topic you want discussed or you want to be a guest, the best way to contact us is through our office number at 845-471-1500 or email direct to connor.walsh at townsquaremedia.com. That and all of our new social media. I'm still heavily participating in Real Men Wear Pink, an American Cancer Society challenge to raise money and awareness for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. 
We have a few articles up currently detailing Real Men Wear Pink, ACS events in the Hudson Valley, and how you can participate all up under the In Touch tab. I've been your host, Connor Walsh. Until next time, stay curious, keep an open mind, and as always, I'm glad we get to spend some time.